Yes, 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 yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks Lads. Join, as always, with my guy, Mr. Big Ben Larson. Sir. How we doing, Ben? Your Niners big win? Niners big win? But I'm fucking tired because of Sinner's big win. Yeah, yeah. Jordan and I were up live on YouTube on a live stream until 5 a.m., Pacific Standard Time. Well, I guess we were on till four thirty. Um, it's like four. It was like four thirty, four thirty, yeah, four thirty ish. Yeah, and we were sweating, sweating out that uh, <clears throat> that that center W yesterday. Oof. Yes, congratulations, uh, Yannick Center winning his first yep. major Aussie Open champion. Twenty two years old, won in five sets, three six, three six, six four, six four. Six four, dead in the water, just like the Niners in the first half. Yep, he, and then comes back and destroys. Yeah, that was in, that was incredible. I mean, we it, we were both kind of, you know, I, I hate to throw you under the bus there, but Jordan a little more than I was like, this is over, it's done. Oh, dude, I wanted to go watch the rest in in bed, and I'm like, no, let's wait until the first break. And we'll see which way it goes. And well, when he, when he did get that break in the second set, I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's got like he has some life, and he almost got a second break in the second set. Yep. So like Medvedev did start showing some signs, but I mean, dude, early on, I mean, they look Medvedev was just on fire, oh, dude. Never seen him play everything. Like yeah, everything was going right. So, but we uh, pulled it out, got the future yep. comes through plus five fifty. Um, we are being brought to you by the Sharps app, S-H-A-R-P-Z. Download the app, track your bets, become a better, better. Use promo code JORD517. Free to download, track your bets, become a better, better. Sharps app. Yes. And we are here. Championship weekend recap, rundown, all the good stuff. Uh, obviously, Chiefs beat the Ravens, Niners Epic second half comeback against the Lions. Uh, end up pulling out the W. So we have a rematch of the 2020 Super Bowl. We have the yep. Chiefs first Niners, which was played in Miami. This one's obviously going to be played in Las Vegas, Nevada, in my backyard. Looking what a year for Vegas, man. F1 and now the Super Bowl. Yeah, imagine being a Raiders fan, dude. You got to see your fucking division rival and then your old crosstown rival play the <laughs> Super Bowl in your own fucking house, dude. Oh, my God. That's true. That's very true. It's brutal. I still need to get to a game out there. Yeah, me too. I haven't been. 
Yeah. I've not been. But uh, what are you sipping on, Ben? I'm sipping on OJ tonight. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, I had to go get more supplies for the game. And I'm like, oh, I haven't been down the beer aisle. I had to go to Whole Foods. So I haven't been down the beer aisle at Whole Foods. And I saw this one. And it was in a single... So I had to get it. And it's uh, Altamont Brewing Company, which is in Livermore. So about 45 minutes north of me. Yep. Uh, and this is called Berry White. Um, and it's actually a rosé beer with uh, raspberries and cranberries. Um, it's a sparkling fruit ale bursting with natural raspberry and cranberry fruit puree. Mm. So it's, uh, it's dry, mellow, crisp, and fruity. Fruit puree. But I do have huh? to say, man... I expected so much more of it. I just took a sip. It's kind of meh. Ah, interesting. I mean, well, let's it, see how it let's see how it plays out over the course. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's a little old in the sense that it was uh, brewed in what is it, October tenth, twenty twenty three. So, you know, it's about five four months old. That's not that old. Never mind. Yeah, it's not that old. No, not at all. It's not too bad. Yeah, we'll see but, how we'll see how it plays out once you get yeah. down to it. <clears throat> once you get down to it, um, how's that OJ? Oh, OJ is always good, bro. Delicious. Yeah, no, no drinking for me after that long night last night, dude. I was, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was a long night. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long. Night. But it was, it was all, it was worth it, man. It was worth it. Yep. So I'm not, I'm not upset. Um. Anyways, we are uh, here to talk about championship recap, kind of look ahead to the Super Bowl a little bit. Uh, so we're just going to hop right into it. Um, first game we had today, Kansas City at Baltimore. This was a a lot of line movement in the last two days. Circa actually closed minus five today. Total was 44. Um, other Most books were at four and a half, but I mean, like this line was three and a half on Friday. It was three and a half, on, three, three and a half when we talked about it on Wednesday. Um, and I mean, so obviously just a lot of sharp money, just pounding Baltimore and, uh, the chiefs end up winning 17 to 10. Um, it was, uh, you know, Lamar, uh, the Ravens had three turnovers in the game, which was kind of really the difference in the game. Both. I thought both defenses played really well after the first drives. Yep. Um, both kind of settled in and. You know, Steve Spagnola had a great game plan for Lamar. They really were keeping him contained, weren't really really letting him get out and run. Um, but what was what was your thoughts on on the uh, Baltimore Kansas City game? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely a great game from Kansas City. Um, I I expected this to be a lot more high scoring of a game. Um, I expected a hell of a lot more than three points in the second half, um, especially after the you know, through the first probably quarter and a half, um, you know, we've got 24 points coming in and then just everything dropped off. And, you know, from a football, uh, a normal fan perspective that just showed like, they'd say, Oh, this game got boring. Um, But it really is, is that this game got defensive and it got defensive on both sides. Um, Kansas city played great, great second half defensively, but so did Baltimore. Um, both teams were, you know, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, and, you know, really pushed the pace de- defensively in the second half. Um, I thought Lamar made some dumb moves, um, you know, more so than that interception with three guys on. 
Um, yeah, I didn't think he really took too many good looks, but you know, I, I don't necessarily expect that from Lamar. He's a great quarterback, but he's not a great throwing quarterback. Um, and then that's something that, you know, I think we saw today where he, he missed a lot of wide open shots because he was just a little bit off. Well, I thought, so I thought the interception, he just kind of forced the issue. I thought it also could have been a pass interference too. Like, Kind of looked like the it was close. Chiefs DB made a little contact before, um, but I mean, like it, it was still even if it was or wasn't a PI. I mean, you just don't throw in the triple coverage. Like that's just it's just not a good exactly. Throw. It's not a good yep. decision, or yep. you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, that one was uh, was a little questionable. Um, I mean, dude, the questions are, you know. They're going to be made about Lamar. You know, he's fallen up short in the playoffs before. You know, he got the win last week uh, against the against the Texans. But in the same sense of, like, Brock Purdy and the Niners, like, the Ravens, in my opinion, had the best roster, right? Yep. And their defense kept them in the game. I mean, they held the Chiefs at 17 points, but the offense yep. just couldn't muster anything, you know? And... Yep. Obviously, that Zay Flowers fumble into the end zone, I mean, that's huge. Like, that really turned the game because they, they get that touchdown and they're only down three points. I think it comes even before that is that, that taunting. <clears throat> yeah, the taunting penalty, penalty was stupid, too. Which pushed them back 15 more yards there. Yeah, because they, they would have been in in the on the five-yard line, I think it was, yep. or six-yard line. Yep. And instead, they're on the 31, and it, it kind of just changes everything, dude. And, um, yeah, I mean... I'm I'm kind of I'm with you in the sense, but I mean, you know, the questions are gonna be it's gonna be fair about yeah about Lamar um, going forward. You know what I mean? Like he's got to prove himself, and he hasn't. And you know, this was a prime opportunity for him to do so, Ben. Like because this was the best opportunity the Ravens might ever have with Lamar as a quarterback yep. to win a Super Bowl. Agreed. Well, and I, I don't think the I think the oh hey hey there how's it going. Sorry, going good. We're we're in the middle of talking uh, Baltimore and Kansas City, um, and I don't think this, you know, his one and one record in this uh, this off season or this off season, this postseason, you know, really doesn't help or hurt him. Um, you know, the win was big, but it's completely negated by this loss, and you know, offensively, this team didn't show up which has to reflect directly on Lamar. And, you know, you can definitely relate Kansas City's defense, which probably since, what, week 13? Yeah. Has just totally turned things around and and started playing like a top-level, you know, well, defense. Their, their and, defense was really good all year, except for like two weeks they just had a – Against the Packers, they weren't very good, and I think it was, it was a week after that. Who did they play the week after that? It was like their two bad games of the year. I only had like two or three bad bad games, but uh, Packers, Bills, the Bills. Um, they only gave up how many points did they give up to the Bills? Like 24, 27? 20. Yeah, it's not bad. The Packers yeah. game was bad. They they that defense was not good. That Packers. Game. The Broncos game was bad. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, you know they allowed. I mean, 
even at the, the beginning of the season, they it's like they got they got lucky with a easier schedule at the beginning of the season. It got dip more difficult at the end of the year. But you know, I think when their defense was not necessarily struggling, but not as on point, uh, they were lucky in in getting some easier teams, the Bears, the Jets, the Vikings, the Broncos before they made their switch. Um, the Chargers, um, that was without – was that – no, that was still with Herbert. Um, so I, I think that Dolphins and the Eagles' loss was tough. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles' loss, if Marcus Valdez-Scantling doesn't drop that ball, they fucking win the game. Yeah. Um, But, you know – Chiefs, uh, I think if you told us all that they were going to be in the Super Bowl back in November, I'm pretty sure all of us would have been a little hesitant. I mean, obviously they have Mahomes, so you can never like fully count them out, but they haven't really looked right. But I mean, dude, they played their best game of the year last week against Buffalo, and you know the defense had it, played excellent today. I mean, the defense probably played its best game today. So, I mean, you got last week, your offense plays its best game against Buffalo, and then this week, your defense plays its best game against Baltimore. If you're a Chiefs fan, going into the Super Bowl, I mean, you you got to be ecstatic about the way your team's playing. I mean, they're definitely playing probably their best football of the year at the right time. Um, you know, in the same game. You also got to be ecstatic that you're you're in the Super Bowl. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, that I, they made it back. They're, they're used to it at this point. That's true. They're used to it. And then if you're, I mean, what's the, what's it look like for the Ravens going forward? You know what I mean? Like, man, that's, I mean, this was, they were the best team pretty much all year this year. No, be quiet. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> he just wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> Nico can't be like, make a pair on the podcast. Yeah. Right, come on, come on. Come on. We'll make a pair. Say hello to everybody. Oh, there we go. This is Nico. Meet me, girl. You happy now? Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I wouldn't say the um the Ravens. Honestly, they they players just got to make plays. Zay Flowers, that personal foul, and then following that up, Sneed just made Darius Sneed just made a hell of a play. So yeah, the only thing you can hold hold against him is that damn um, penalty. That, yeah, that penalty. Uh, other than that. Chiefs defense showed up today, and if the Ravens defense wasn't the lead as it is, that game could have got really ugly. Yep. So that game in the seven, it looked like it was going to go way over, especially with those two early touchdowns. Yeah, it was the a little for a little while. Yeah, the defenses both stepped up big time. So, <laughs> see, but if I'm Baltimore, like I think I need more offensive firepower. Probably another receiver because they mm-hmm. got pretty much everything you want. They got. Three really good running backs. They got two really good tight ends because likely stepped up big times when Andrews got hurt. Yeah, but it, how much yeah. longer is Andrews gonna have to play? Uh, he still he still got a good a good um get out. He still got a uh, a good good amount of time left. He's only what twenty nine thirty. Yeah, and tight ends play a long time usually. Yeah, and this is like his. I think this year, well, I think he had a knee injury a couple years back, but I think this like his first. Because when he got hurt, what was it? His shoulder or was it something else? Wasn't it like pectoral or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was his pec or something. But 
I just think they need one more wide receiver, maybe another lineman because that line, that 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 inside of the they line, those inside. guards, they got killed today. They got crushed. And I know it was Chris Jones, but you know he's a first team All Pro. But man, he really affected that game, um, rushing up the middle. Yep. And then they started doubling him, and then Karloftis got loose. Yeah, Karloftis got loose. And then if the Chiefs finished those sacks, they could have had a lot more sacks. Lamar got out of you know that's how great he is. He got out of like three or four sacks that she should have been dead to rights. Yep. So when you got to think like uh, Aguilar is probably I mean he might have another year or two, but how much is he really yeah. adding to that offense? Bateman got to step up. I don't yep. know. OBJ might come back. Did he sign a one year deal or two year deal? One year. Okay, so maybe he comes back, but I think if they get another wide out, they'll be good. Yeah, Zay Flowers, he's a he's legit yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's legit. Yeah. So they, yeah, they definitely. I think really, I mean, their defense has it all. They got line, good linebackers, good D line. They led the league in fucking pressure rate this year, but I mean, they could not get to Mahomes. I mean, they they did sack him one time. That was the first time he's been sacked in like two years in the playoffs too. But twice yeah. today. Yeah, it's twice they got two sides. Um so I mean, yeah, I think you know they but it's like before you came on there if I was saying like, you know, the questions are gonna get loud about Lamar Jackson because you know, coming into the up to this year, it's like, yeah, we, we know what he's gonna do in the regular season, phenomenal quarterback, right? But he just can't win the big ones, dude. He can't he can't win in the playoffs and, and once again, you know, those questions are gonna arise and you know, the questions are gonna be asked, like, is Lamar Jackson the guy that can get you to a Super Bowl and win because the Ravens have everything, dude. The Ravens were a better team. It was a reason why they were four and a half, five point favorites today. You know, everyone thought they were going to win. Yep. Is this? I get it, but you just can never count out fifteen. It's like, nope, you can't. You know, his weapons aren't the same. It's just like I hate to say it, but shit, it's like watching Brady all over again, like. No matter what, you cannot count this dude out. And he came in being the end-all, be-all for his team because a lot of people don't like to admit it, but Tom Brady was a game manager for, like, those first two two Super Bowls, maybe three. Yeah. Then he became what we know as the GOAT. But, um, yeah, man, it's just – it's going to be tough in the AFC because this is the worst Chiefs team by far. Yeah, the last six years, but especially on offense. Offensively, defense, defensively, that's the best they've ever had. Yeah, defense is the best defense they had, hands down. And Spags got to start getting credit because I don't think there's no defensive coordinator that calls a better game than him, especially during big games. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I just think the Ravens need a maybe another wideout, maybe a guard because honestly, their O line is pretty good. It just Today it was just the Chiefs can the Chiefs is just a damn good defense. So, yep, we're gonna I just think we're gonna still gonna be questions about Lamar. They might start calling him Peyton Manning two point He just got to get that monkey off his back. Yep, he got to at some point. And if he doesn't, I mean, the questions are only gonna get louder, yeah. man. It's yep. only gonna get louder. All right, let's uh let's move on to uh, Niners Lions, and we'll kind of circle back to Chiefs and, and Niners after. Um. So this was a wild fucking game. Uh, Niners closed seven and a half point favorites basically everywhere. If it wasn't seven and a half, it was seven juiced minus one twenty. 
Uh, the total was 53 and a half. It closed at, um, obviously the total went way over 34, 31, um, Niners come back from a 17 point deficit in the second half to, to win the game. They were up by 10 at one point too. Who? 27 points swing Niners. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was 27 point swing. Crazy second half. Uh, Ben, you're the Niners fan, a resident Niners fan. What, what was your thoughts on, on this game here? I mean, I, I gave up on this, uh, <laughs> I, I gave up on the game at halftime. I didn't think they'd be able to come back with the way that Detroit was playing um, and, and, you know, the way that the Niners defense was playing. Um, I I kind of was chalking this up for a, a loss. Um, not going to lie. And, uh, you know, it's a, it, it's a great comeback. It, it was a great second half for San Francisco. Um, I think Dan Campbell made some tough decisions today. Um, I, I think you – Always got to take the points um, and you got to realize who you're playing. Um, and, you know, we see it. If he kicks a field goal, even one of those two uh, spots kicks a field goal, it's a tight game. Um, hypothetically, if he kicks both of those field goals, it's, uh, you know, it's it's a win for Detroit. Um, you never know how a team is going to come back, whether they're tied or down. So I don't think you can ever say, like, oh, if he kicked one of those field goals, they would have, you know, tied the game. Um, well, the first – the I'll, I'll say this much. The first one, it's it's 24 to 10, right? They're on, I think it was like the 30-yard line. So it would have been like yep. a 48, 45, 46-yard field goal-ish. Uh, they go for it on fourth down. Honestly, it should have been – it was right in Reynolds' hands. He fucking dropped the ball. It should have been a first down. There's no guarantee he's going to make the field goal, right? But if you make that field goal, you push the lead back to 17. And more importantly, they don't get the field position that they got, right? The field position is the is the biggest thing. So they miss that, they miss that uh, first down. He drops the pass right in his fucking hands. And the Niners get good field position. Two plays later, Brock Purdy throws it. Bounces off the DB's hands right into AU's hands. And now that was like the momentum that you could just feel the game just flipped. Both of those, both teams had a, an amazing catch that should have been uh, either an interception or, you know, uh, you know, a knockdown. Which one? Which one? Uh, Detroit had one at the end of the game, too. Well, um, that one bounced off the re- bounced off Detroit's hands, bounced off Jameson Williams' hands into the DB's hands, and then Jameson Williams grabbed it back. Yeah, but he should have caught the first one. The Lions in the second half they couldn't catch a cold. I mean, dude, there was some awful drops that really cost them the games. Josh Reynolds had two of them. Sam Laporta had a big one on third down on a third down conversion that would have extended a drive. So, you know. Credit to the Niners. They had they came back and they won. They were resilient. Brock Purdy had some big runs, dude. Yeah, huge, huge, huge third down runs. Yeah. yeah, huge third down conversion runs. But if we're being a hundred, if we're keeping it a buck, dude, the Niners were very, very lucky to win this game. Mm-hmm. Very oh, lucky. Yep. And this makes two games in a row. Because if we're being honest, Ben, aside from the last drive of the Packers game and a couple third down scrambles from Brock Purdy. He really hasn't been that good in the postseason. You're such a hater. I mean, am I? Yeah. He went 
20 for 31 for 267 yards and a touchdown today. It's, yes, he had an interception. 45, 45 of those yards should have been a pick. <laughs> yeah, but you can't hang on that one throw. It's not like he didn't have a good game. That was down by 17. He's a reason yeah. why. He's one of the big reasons why they came back. And won oh, yeah, he had, he had some big runs. Yeah. It wasn't his yeah. arm, really, that fucking brought him back. He made some throws. Those throws, that besides that lucky-ass catch by Ayuk, which you can't really put on Brock Purdy. The damn DB was falling and shit hit him in the face mask. Hit him um, in the hands. He, Went through his hands and hit some, his face mask. He made some good throws. Kittle, he made some big throws to Kittle. Ayuk, he made some big throws to him. I understand Brock Purdy's a game manager, but you just got at the end of the day, you started got you gotta give dude credit for doing this fucking job. And yep. He's a he's, second year player. And he's pretty damn good at doing his job. Maybe he gets a little better. You no. Know? He's not um, he, he's not something of course that he's not he's elite. going to yeah, he's he not be a elite. top ten QB hands down. Yeah. But he, but we shouldn't be comparing him to these elite he's quarterbacks. A, he's, a seven like, round, he's a seven round pick. Yeah, yeah he's but not, that, that's if a, he was a first round pick, yes, we would be disappointed with things. But that's the thing is, I'm I'm gonna call it how it is, dude. He's not an elite quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. That's fine. You don't. You're have the to, only you, one who's 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 putting him in that category. I am not. The only reason why you guys think I'm hating on him is because people actually think that he's a great quarterback, and he's not, dude. Like. You could say, you "Oh, well, those words he got he got to the Super Bowl." Yeah, dude, I saw Kerry Collins make a Super Bowl. Like being a average quarterback doesn't mean you can't get to the Super Bowl. He is one of the best teams around him. You guys have but said he's it better than average, though. Yeah, Obviously. sure, he's he's average to better than average. I'll, I'll give him that. But he's not nah, great. He's, no, nah, he's a good QB. He's not elite, but he's a good QB. He's proven to me that he's not a top five, top. Four, top he's not a top QB. ten quarterback. He's a top ten to fifteen quarterback, and if he continue to be that, the Niners are going to be good. Maybe he shows them some love with his contract. Maybe he doesn't demand forty, fifty million a year. Maybe he takes a team friendly deal and continues to be what he is now. Now everything has around him has to be great. Yes, once Trent Williams leave, they got to draft another left tackle. If Debo can stay healthy, they probably got to get another wide receiver. CMC's 30, so he's probably got like three or four years left in him. But for the next four to five years, Brock Purdy is going to be a good quarterback for the Niners. He doesn't have to be elite for them to win the Super Bowl, clearly. They're in the Super Bowl now. He's not an elite quarterback. They have everything else around them that can easily continue to be the way it is until they got to replace their core players that they have now. The dude's not elite, but he's a good quarterback, and he clearly can take them to the Super Bowl. And now we're gonna see if he can win it. But that's gonna be damn hard. But that's the thing is, there, the there's a lot of good quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, oh yeah, they're they're good, right? But none of them have like what he has surrounding him, which is why, like, you know, I got Niner fans telling me, oh, if you if you put Josh Allen on the Niners and Brock Purdy on the Bills, both teams have the same exact records. No, any Niner no. fan that tells you that is a dumbass. So, yep. and who, who who said that? There's a dumbass. There's yeah, yeah. Probably someone who's known to be a fucking dumbass. There's at what, all sports. That's I mean, like me saying, "Oh, if you put Shohei Otani on the A's from the Dodgers, <laughs> well, baseball is different because baseball, <laughs> baseball, regardless, you can." One person you know, can only do that's, what that's, he that's, can do. That's, no, that's not. That's like me saying you switch Shohei for the Dodgers and you um, give the Dodgers uh, just a, a regular, well, a good pitcher is going to have the same impact. No, it's not the same fucking thing. I'm saying that if you switch uh, CMC and Pacheco, they'd be the same. No. <laughs> no. That's, uh, then 
again, whoever said yeah, that's that, a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah, that, that that's terrible. Now, if you that much of a fan of your team, more power to you. But I could never be that stupid. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Niner fans on Twitter that are that stupid. Uh, Richard there's Sherman's a lot of fans actually of every team are that are fucking stupid. Richard Sherman's one of them, by the way. Get down. <clears throat> Richard Sherman's just saying to stop fucking hating. Yeah, I think he just more is taking up for it, taking up for his guy. Like you know, because Richard Sherman was you know doubted, counted out, so he knows what it's like to be in pretty shoes. Um, nah, the some of the shit he says is insane, dude. Well, he's been hitting the head a lot, a lot of times too. So the Seattle but, Seahawks fans fucking hate that guy now. Yeah, well, yeah, because he, he went to a division. Nah, because not because he fucking glazes the Niners in the media, dude. Like that's what he's he's the he's the king of the Brock Purdy's elite bandwagon, dude. Well, then the well the Niners gave him a chance for nobody else would. So, yeah, but I mean, like, and I don't, I haven't seen him say that Brock is elite ever. Oh, dude, you you're not watching. Just go on his Twitter, dude. <laughs> he's, he nah, says he never day. said he's elite, but he he's did never said he's elite. He got to put. He did say I got to put some respect on his name. Basically, no. Nah, he said, "I'll even pull up the tweet from today." Dick Sherman. No, oh, he must have deleted it because I can't find where he said he was elite, but he did. Well, he said, uh, so one of the tweets he said on today, wait a minute, Brock Purdy, the Super Bowl game manager? He said, he questioned, oh, he's just a game manager? I got to search his page. Yeah, he basically, he's basically saying, like, put some respect on Brock's name. Yeah, but you just sat there and called him a game manager. (laughs) No, he put question marks after it, didn't he? Yeah, I'm saying you just sat there and called him a game manager, and now you're saying that. No, I said he's a good quarterback. I said he's proven that he's more than just a game manager. Like, their last two games, he's a big reason why they won the game. And I know he has the weapons, but he could easily go out there and shit the bed and not play good, but he didn't do that. His team was down 17 points, bro. You got to give him some fucking credit. That's what the – Second or third biggest comeback in an NFC championship game ever? Sure, but I mean, like, dude, the Lions really gave, they gave that game Okay, away. but at the end of the day, bro, you're the, paid to fucking catch the ball. You dropped the ball. That's on you. Your coach goes for it on fourth down when he should have kicked a field goal. Yeah. He's a super aggressive coach. That's how it worked out. But at the end of the day, yeah, you they, gotta they, get they won the game for credit. sure. For sure, they won the game. I'm not saying they didn't. He, he did enough to win the game, but, like, dude, it, it took a lot to bounce their way for that shit to happen, dude. Like, yeah, that it, one it took a lot to would, bounce the opposite way in the first half. That one play was definitely you, you never see a ball hit off a dude's helmet, pop up in the air, and a receiver catch it. That's some once in a lifetime type shit. But hey, even Ayuk said it at the end, like when the reporter asked him, like about that catch, he said he basically said, like, dude, I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I got lucky. I had a fucking ladybug playing but, on my. Uh, I mean, dude, luck. There's luck has to bounce your way to win. You know what I mean? Like Rob Purdy has not lost a playoff game. He started and finished. Man, Richard Sherman on fire tonight, huh, Jordan? Dude, I'm telling you, bro, you would be glazing that motherfucker. You would you would think Brock Purdy is a fucking uh 
an elite quarterback the way he talks about him. Um, as far as the Lions go, dude, like going forward into next year, like this, this could really spiral out of control. Because, nah. Yeah, dude. I've seen it's that. a big loss. It's a terrible loss. But at the end of the day, they have a damn good head coach. They have damn good players. Bro, we and saw this. Jer- we, we saw this with the Chargers last too. year. Yeah, and the thing is, even if Jared Goff's not the answer, Hendon Hooker is behind him. And yeah, that dude could easily be a, good, a a very good quarterback. We don't know that, though. I'm just saying, if Jared Goff isn't the answer, they got somebody waiting in the wings that's learning. Remember how your boy Jordan Love, he's him. He's been learning behind – he learned behind Rodgers for three years, had a terrible first half. Second half, he looks like a franchise QB. Hooker's and also Hendon coming Hooker off a has, terrible injury. And Hendon Hooker has just as much talent as Jordan Love. Yeah, he's coming off a terrible injury. I mean, anything's possible. But, but Jameson back, Williams came off a terrible injury. But back to losing the locker room, though. Like, dude, we've seen this multiple times. Dude. This isn't like I'm throwing this out there. Like, bro – we seen the Falcons had a playoff collapse. Were never the same. We saw the Chargers last year. Never the same. Uh, the Jaguars in, I think it was 2018, 2019. I think you got to do that game against the Patriots. Yeah, like we've seen this yeah, multiple times, dude, where, where teams, like especially you're up 17 points in the second half, dude. You should win that game. Uh, you know, you can't put all of it on Dan Campbell. Like, yeah, maybe he should have kicked a field goal whatever you know he wasn't out there dropping the balls and or whatnot but still players in the locker room could be looking at that like bro if we just kick those two field goals we'd probably win this fucking game dude instead we're fucking going home and we may never get back to an nfc championship like it's not easy to get to M- nfc championships bro it's not but they have the team to do it jameson williams next year put some money on that dude to probably win fucking NFL player of the year, but it may, may, may have you get you some good odds. Sprinkle a little bit on that because that's the type of talent he has. Jameer Gibbs could easily be a top five running back. Yeah, they, got, probably lead. they got talent, dude, but if you but the Chargers elite had talent O-line. too, bro. Elite O-line. Well, the Chargers don't have an elite O-line. Um, <clears throat> the defense, you need another pass rusher. You probably need a corner or two. Safeties, you might be all right because you got CJ and the other dudes pretty came into his own. He's pretty, he's pretty good too. But they probably need two corners, maybe another wide receiver to complement Amara St. Brown more consistently because Jamison Williams, he's a little inconsistent, but I could see the light coming on for him. They just probably just need another pass, two, probably some more pass rushers, or maybe another linebacker or corner, and they're going to be right back in the fold of things. I don't think this pan, this Lions team is going to drop, falling off, just falling off a cliff. They had a damn good year. They um, did something that ain't been done, and damn near – 50, 60-something years in their franchise history, I think Dan Campbell's there to stay, and they're going to have plenty to say in the NFC going forward. Now, once golf, they do got to make a decision on golf pretty soon because I think after this year he's a restricted free agent or free agent, whatever they're going to do. But I think the Lions is going to continue to be a contender for the foreseeable future. We'll and I see. think them being in that division, too, helps. I mean, the, the Bears – well, I guess it depends on what the Bears do. The, if the Bears, get, <laughs> if the Bears Caleb, get Caleb, that I, makes things a little yeah. bit more difficult. But, <laughs> the thing is, is that, know, that they, division's only getting better, dude. The Packers yeah. are hella young. The Bears, you know, they had a top five defense to end the year. They're coming up. The only the only team that's really a big question mark there is fucking Minnesota. And, like, even they have Minnesota has talent, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it just really happens. damn good receivers. Yeah, yeah so. it's going to be a huge question mark on, on quarterback there. Yeah, but, but, but my point is that that – 
That division doesn't suck, dude. By any stretch, the, that's a no, good no, division. No. That division is changing. I I was I was forgetting about Chicago with their first pick picking up Caleb. Uh, if they if they stay with uh, with Justin Fields and they'll be shitting the bed again, and then it's a two man race Detroit and Green Bay. Yeah, and it, who knows what Minnesota does with the quarterback? Because I mean, like, look what they did with fucking plug and play quarterback this year. Yeah. So. We'll see. I mean, that's that, that could be a very good division, dude. Like, that could be a, an AFC East type division where a different team fucking wins it every year. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't shock me. And, you know, and I agree. The Lions have a ton of talent, dude. But I've seen this story, dude. The Jaguars had a ton of talent, too. And they never fucking. Yeah, but they started selling off their talent. Most yeah, of the, the year talent. after they fucking. They, they started selling off the year after when they fucking completely shit the bed after never getting over that fucking Patriots loss. That's yeah, the thing, dude, is like... The, most, of the, most of the Lions guys are locked in, except for the quarterback. Sure, but the point still stands, dude. It's, it's not the first time this has ever happened. So, can they... Yeah. Do they have the talent? Of course. So did but you also the Jaguars. Gotta think, a lot of those teams had a lot of turnovers. Start firing coaches, hiring new coaches, all that but, good stuff. But that's the thing, is that's what this that's what starts firing coaches. And they're going to lose Ben Johnson. He's, he's taking the commander's job, so they're losing their offensive coordinator. That's one, that's one guy. Aaron Glenn probably got another year, maybe, but... Maybe they had to just hire within, like a lot of these teams don't just keep it pushing because I'm pretty sure that QB hiring coach, within didn't work for the Eagles. Uh, that didn't work, but I'm just saying we don't know what the Lions yeah, might do. I 100% agree. I'm that's why I say, like, they have the talent to continue to be good, but there's no guarantee. And like, I've seen these things spiral out of control, so it wouldn't shock me if they don't make the playoffs next year. Like, I would not be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs, would not shock me. If that defense just gets a little better, man, they up there with pretty much anybody. But no Ben Johnson. That's the type of because that's the type of talent they got on offense. That old line is locked up. Sam Laporta is a rookie. Shit, he's pretty much a top six. Oh top yeah, eight. He's, he's up there for sure. Yeah, but you still got a you still got a top five tight end. Still got an average quarterback, right? Can't play outdoors. Well, can't play outdoors. Well, Jared Goff not the re- well, Jared Goff not the reason why they lost today, though. No, nah, he's not. He's not. And then, and the more you look at it, in the in the in the, in the, the top teams in the NFC, yeah, none of them are, have really good quarterback play or like elite and, quarterback play. And 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 on top of that, when it gets later in the year, a lot of them not going might not have bad weather because we see the Rams coming up. The Niners aren't going nowhere. The Seahawks ain't gonna be shit. Yeah, so. but, de- but but does Detroit? You know they got they got lucky and they played fucking Green Bay and um, you know they played Green Bay in Green Bay in September, right? Do they? You know, does that happen again next year or Chicago? Like, I don't know because we got to think. Is, is Green Bay gonna invest in their defense? Because they might be losing Joe Barry. Oh, they already I fired Joe trying- Barry. Oh, they already fired him. Okay. Uh, uh, Rashawn Gary's contract coming up. I think Jair Alexander, Jair Alexander wants to get paid. Well, Jair so, was trash <laughs> at the end of the year. So, you got to go. Yeah, I know. So it's a, it's, a, it's you know they got some they got some things they got to figure out too. Yeah, so they definitely got to figure best out. Best set up next year. If the Bears draft Caleb Williams and make the moves, I think they can make. Then I think the only the only other with that top five defense, I think they could be able, they might be able to give the Lions a run for their money, but Green Bay gonna have a lot of question marks this offseason. So we gotta see what they do. And 
I don't know what the Vikings are going to do at quarterback. Maybe they trade up, get a Jaden Daniels or Drake May, because they definitely need a quarterback, because I don't see them investing another two, three years in the Kirk Cousins at top dollars. So I think they're going to get Penix. That's like, uh, that's like O'Connell's type of fucking quarterback. That would be a good fit. Yeah. Because he might follow the second round or late first, you know, where they're mm-hmm. drafting. So <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see what happens there. All right, so let's uh, let's do. Obviously, we haven't di- dove into it, but a little quick Super Bowl preview here. Um, we're obviously going to be talking about this game for fucking two weeks, so <clears throat> we'll go through a lot. But what's your guys' initial thoughts here on on the Super Bowl? Right now, basically, it's like two, two and a half everywhere. Um, you got an elite roster, kind of like Super Bowl Fifty Four. It's an elite roster versus an elite quarterback. With a better defense, honestly, I would. I, I don't. This game might not. This game, shit. This Super Bowl might be seventeen to ten, like the Ravens and the, uh, like the Ravens and the uh, the uh, Chiefs was today. Probably a little bit more points scored, but I don't know, man. We got to see. Can Purdy get it done against my homeboy? Because he gonna have to make plays. I know they're gonna lean on the run game. They're gonna try to play keep away with the ball, but Purdy's gonna have to make some plays. In that game for the Niners to win, it also, might be the same type of plays he made tonight for sure. I also think a big thing too is uh, you know, the Lions when they were getting pressure on Purdy, they're getting it up the middle and with the guards, and that's where the Chiefs are superior, right? I think. Well, it, is Joe Tooney going to be playing? Because oh boy, they had out there today for the Chiefs. Yeah, no, I'm talking about on Chiefs defense. Oh, you're talking about the defense to yeah. rush up the middle. Okay, yeah. yeah, because outside of Trent Williams, the Niners' offensive line is kind of. It's whatever, you know what I mean? And the Lions were actually getting pressure on, on Brock Purdy in the first half. They were getting it up the middle. So, and, and obviously, the Lions really only have one good pass rusher, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. The Chiefs have a few of them, and obviously they have the best defensive linemen, arguably outside of Aaron Donald and Chris Jones. So, it, it, it does concern me a little bit from the Niners' perspective because Brock Purdy, this entire playoff run, he... You've seen if if you get pressure on him, he gets he gets shaky, dude, and he, he sails balls high everywhere, and that's when he starts to get a little inaccurate. So I think the Chiefs can kind of take advantage of that interior uh, Niners offensive line, and obviously Spagnuolo is gonna he's gonna do that. He's gonna find their weakness, and uh, the Chiefs secondary is definitely gonna be the best secondary that the Niners are gonna face in this postseason. It's the best defense they've faced since the Ravens. Um, on the flip side, you know the Chiefs aren't good at stopping the run, and they're really not good at uh, um, stopping the pass from running back. So that is benefits the Niners, obviously. Um, and then the Chiefs receivers can't fucking catch. So the Lions receivers couldn't catch. Chiefs receivers have to be able to make plays in this game for the Chiefs to win. Have to make some plays. I do think that the, the Chiefs will be able to run the ball, though. Pacheco is going to think he's going to fucking have a good day. But at the end of the day, Chiefs receivers have to make plays. Yep. And the Niners, I think, have to, like Ur said, they got to run the ball and kind of control the clock and, and try to keep Mahomes off. I, I Honestly, I think these are two really good teams. I, I'm with you. I think it's going to be pretty – I think it's going to be lower scoring. The total is 47 and a half. I think this closes more like 45. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see where the money comes into and, and how these – you know, with two weeks, how much fluctuation we see. Um, 
you know, we see in the market, um, how much do we see in points change? Uh, when I first saw this, I thought, you know, this is probably going to be closer to a pick but two and a half, three points. Well, some books are already at one and a half. Okay. So it, it might close at a pick, dude. Yeah. I, I just, at the end of the day, bro, it's like Brock Purdy versus fucking Patrick Mahomes. It's like, it's like dude, who are you going to take? Well, yeah, but then you got to look at the whole rest of the offense, though. The Chiefs might have a better defense at this point than the Niners, too. I was just talking about the offense. Well, I mean, you know, obviously, every other, the... every other, uh, every other place, you've got a better offensive firepower on the Niners. Uh, well, the Chiefs have a better tight end. Okay, close. I think that that's Kelsey's play this year. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I think overall, Kelsey is a better player, but Kelsey shows up and goes very cold. In other games, so well, his, that's the, a that's a fifty fifty. The biggest thing here is like you know the Niners have two really good linebackers in Kinlaw and and uh, Fred Warner, so I mean they they could probably neutralize Kelsey a little bit. The one thing is is the Niners run a lot of zone, dude, and mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes picks apart zones. Yeah, you can't. You got to mix it up. If you run a majority of zone against him and Kelsey, they're gonna find those areas and those spaces. So, yeah. I mean, they only they ran. They only ran man like three times a day. They were in zone pretty much the whole fucking game. And if you go zone against Mahomes, he's going to fucking pick you apart, dude. And on the flip side, you can't really blitz him because if you blitz him, then he's going to find the open guy. Like I said, dude, at the end of the day, the Chiefs receivers got to fucking make plays because they haven't been making plays all fucking year outside of Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. did you see Kadarius Tony went on uh, Instagram Live? Um, you can pack his ass up. He's he's starting to become uh, what's the name Junior uh, Antonio Brown Junior. Like some of the shit they be tweeting and saying, like, bro, like, but not as good. <laughs> yeah, he might not. He might not be in the league much longer. Yeah, I think I think he might not even be in the league next year. He's gonna be in the UFL. Yep, balling for the Birmingham Stallions. Wouldn't surprise me. The Arlington Renegades. Bro, like, dude, teams aren't going to want to deal with that shit. No, not at all. They didn't want to deal no. with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is a fucking Hall of Fame type talent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes you just got to shut the fuck up and play. Tell him dude. to suck his dick. Come on. Yeah. No, that's, that's, a, fucking... that's, that's, that's a great move. Stupid. I think it's, it's going to be a great Super Bowl, dude. I think it's going to be an awesome Super Bowl. Uh... Definitely don't like, you know. I said I didn't didn't want to bet against the Chiefs. I didn't I didn't bet on the Chiefs today, and you know, probably should have. <laughs> that was a good smart play. Anytime you get Mahomes as a dog, I think you almost have to always take it. But yeah, man, it's like like you said, Ben. Like obviously the Niners' skill position players are definitely better than the Chiefs. Uh, you know the defensive lines I think are both really good. Niners linebackers a little bit better. Chiefs secondary better. Special teams, I'd probably lean. Chiefs, Harrison Bucker hasn't even missed a fucking field goal all year. Um, I probably just jinxed him. He's probably going to miss one in the Super Bowl now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, it, I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Dude, these are two, you know, two of the three best teams in the league. I think the Ravens were up there. But the fact that these two teams are here, I'm not really shocked. Um, You know, 
that's where we're at. Obviously, we're going to spend fucking two weeks talking about this fucking game. So, yeah, I'm really glad that we don't have a um, uh, purple and red Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, the conspiracy theory is dead on. Huh? Yeah, they did that on yep. purpose. They did Surprise it on me. purpose. Nah, it's a uh, yeah. That shit. Those those people are in piss right now. The conspiracy yep. theories. Be a good game. What what way are you leaning right now, Irv? Hmm. What way are you leaning in the game right now? Um, if Mahomes is a, a underdog, you cannot go against him. Nope. He covers or he wins outright. Ninety five, ninety six, what ninety eight percent of the time now. If you yep. count today, what is he? Eleven and one to our twelve and one. Um, he is. 10 and 1, 11 and 1, 11 and 1 today. Okay. As so, a dog. I don't know, man. The way the Chiefs defense is playing, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. It's going to be a drag them out type of game. Yeah, I think any, so too. Any turnover, fumble, muff punt, that might decide the game. Like last year's Super Bowl, that one turnover decided the game. Yep. I agree. Who do you think makes a turnover? You had to choose. Um, I gotta go with the Chiefs. You think the Chiefs make a turnover? I mean, oh, you talking about who's the first team to do a turnover? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the ball gets away from Purdy, but he's gonna be in a dome, though. So he will be in a dome. Uh, well, Mahomes don't turn the ball over like that, so it'd have to be Purdy. That's what I'm saying. You don't turn it over <clears throat> unless it's a fumble, which he can't control. Yeah. Nah, it's gonna be really good, and, I, and the, I see other thing, dude. Is the Niners' defensive line? You know, it's been kind of suspect lately, dude. Definitely has. Bosa had a pretty good game today, but I mean, aside from him, like, bro, it's like Chase Young has been non-existent. He had two tackles for loss today, but yeah, aside from that, like, he don't get pre- he might be washed, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy, dude. That injury just really fucked him up. Yeah, insane, man, insane. All right, so obviously we'll be back on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll be talking some more Super Bowl. And then next week we'll probably dig really deep into props. So this week we'll we'll talk more about the game. Next week we'll really dig in, into props and the uh, index props, the national anthem type shit, things like that. Uh, who's performing the halftime show? Usher, right? Usher, yeah. Oh, okay. Usher and Friends? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. We get to hear two weeks of fucking the media talking about fucking Taylor Swift too, dude. That's that was oh, all. Yeah. That's the only bad part about the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl, dude. I told you they weren't yeah. gonna let this go unmarked. Hey, it would have been better if we had Taylor Swift versus uh, Eminem, dude. That was funny shit. For yeah. two weeks, that would have been that would have been hilarious. All right, let's get some best bets for tomorrow. You guys got, any, you guys got anything? Uh, mine's for Tuesday, not tomorrow. Okay, what do you got? Uh, Tuesday, I'm going to go looking at hockey. Uh, I am I'm going to be playing uh, minus one and a half on both games. Um, we're going to go Kraken over Sharks, uh, minus one and a half. Sharks had a good little run there. Um, you sure you but... want to do that, Ben? Every time you bet minus one and a half against the Sharks, the Sharks end up winning. No, no. not really. No, no, no. I've won mon- many more. Okay, okay. Minus one and a half than, than what's, the Sharks. What's the other minus one and a half? Uh, we're going to go Blues over Blue Jackets. Uh, Blue Jackets have been majorly struggling. 
Um, Blues coming off a bad loss as well, but I think they have a better opportunity of uh, of coming back and making a difference. All right, Irv, what do you like? Um, I have I haven't looked at nothing. So if I have any best bets, I'll have Jordan posted on Twitter, but I'll let it simmer overnight. Um, I'll give I can give out a couple Nets plays I really like. Okay, you give them out soccer. Uh, soccer. We're gonna do African Cup of Nations. I like uh, Mauritania over Cape Verde. Mauritania. Like, uh, Mauritania. Mauritania. What, what's their lineup? Uh, uh, let me tell you right now. African Cup of Nations. Mauritania is plus three sixty on the money line. Oh, okay. Big dog. Okay. And then what else? And I like and I like Senegal over Ivory Coast. They're plus one twenty five right now. Plus one twenty five. All right. Senegal over Ivory Coast plus one twenty five and Mauritania plus three sixty. Okay. Over Cape Verde. Over Cape Verde. All right, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to the college hardwood. I'm, I'm taking uh, Houston Cougars minus five at, on the road at Texas. Uh, Texas coming off a loss at BYU. Houston coming off a a big win. Uh, however, I just think Houston just way too good defensively. I think they're going to absolutely control this game, control the boards. Uh, the Texas team's kind of soft, dude. They complain about all the teams putting their horns down and shit. And uh, that, that doesn't bode well versus a Houston team that is grimy and blue-collar. So, good luck with that. Give me the Houston Cougars minus five. I also like the Clippers minus two and a half against the Cavs. Nice. But I don't love it. I haven't played it yet. I'm you leaning know, that can, way. Well, if you like it, you're going to play it. Yeah, I'm t- man. NBA during January and February is just like... It's Hit or miss. yeah, it's it's ridiculous, dude. You you just never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you you don't know who's gonna play. Like, dude, on Saturday, fucking they Did announced you see that shit with Embiid. That was crazy. They announced it like five minutes before tip, dude. That's fucked up. It's insane. Reminded me but, of 2020. Yeah, but DraftKings did. Uh, I think DraftKings and FanDuel issued full refunds for any Embiid props that night. Damn. Well, I mean, they have to because he didn't play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got Pebble this week. We got a. Oh yes, we do have Pebble Beach coming up. Gotta look at that. Probably When's the not. next major tournament? The Italian Stallion. Is it Wimbledon next, or is it uh uh, fr- uh the fr- uh, French Open? Yeah, French French Open. Damn, I think Joker gonna win that. <laughs> nah, dude, I think Nadal is his last rodeo, bro. Wait, Nadal back? Yeah, and like he was supposed to play in the Australian Open, but he pulled out because uh-huh. he, he he didn't. He said that his conditioning wasn't up, so I think oh, he's. Damn. I think he's yeah. going to gear up for I the think he's French. One of the most French Opens in history, right? Yeah, and I think it's going to yeah. be. I think it's going to be his his last hurrah, dude. That's the clay too. That's yep. his specialty. Yep, I think so, man. Damn, I think so. I think so. What's his odds to win right now? Oh fuck! Uh, I don't even know if books have him up because he. I mean, there's a good chance he doesn't play, but <clears throat> he says he's going to. So, Sheesh. let's see. That could be a good come up right there. Feder Feder said he's going to play. Uh, he expects him to play French Open. <clears throat> Damn, he's only three to one. <laughs> That's not Damn, even that good of odds. Bitch. 
That's not even that good. Alcaraz is actually the favorite. Mm-hmm. And then you got Yannick Sinner four to one, Joker two to one, it all three to one. Holger Rune seven to one. And then you just got hella long shots that I wouldn't even take. Because outside of those five guys, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to win. I feel you. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'll be back this week. Follow us on Twitter, at Taproom underscore sports. Make sure to download the Sharps app to your mobile device. Use it to track your bets. Become a better better. Use promo code George 517 sharps app. You can follow Irv on Twitter at Swerving Irvin TSP. Follow myself at Jordan Rules TSP. Follow the podcast at Top Room Underscore Sports. I was going to say follow Ben, <laughs> but Ben doesn't one. have one. Um, so we'll see y'all this week. Be back uh, probably Wednesday talking more Super Bowl. So we're the end of the year. We got to get Benjamin on the Twitter, the X. We do. Eventually. He'll do it one day. <laughs> I always appreciate y'all. Thank you for hanging out with us. Have a blessed week. Have a good start on your Monday. Let's go.